Father, we thank you for your word. We give you praise, honor, and glory for it. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who brings illumination to us, to our souls, that we can understand what you want us to understand. We give you praise, honor, and glory for it, Lord, because you show us, you show us how to live lives, the lives that you came, lives in abundance, lives more abundant. You know, it's what you came to give us. And thank you, Holy Spirit, that you show us how. You show us the way. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I, I, I had Rick stay here because one of the very first scriptures that I've, I'm going to be speaking on is Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. <laughs> Romans chapter 8, you know, and, and verse 37. I have that here. Several. I just thought that was pretty cool. Um, kind of like a confirmation. But I'm going to talk about faith today. It's all connected. The song... I thought these walls would certainly fall by now. You know, there's so many people that I've been ministering to that's been reaching out to me that are just hurting, hurting. And for years and years and years, I'm talking about years, you know, what is it? Why am I not? Why? What's going on? You know, and, and all they can do is, is believe that, well, you know, I haven't done enough. I haven't, you know, I haven't been good enough. Uh, you know, I haven't earned it. I haven't. I haven't obeyed the commandments. I haven't, you know, I don't please God. I haven't pleased God. You know, I still have doubt. I still have unbelief. And they're in this, they're in this place of turmoil. They're in this place of turmoil. And um, so I've been doing a series for the last three weeks on faith, you know, to help, to help those people. And, um, you know, when I'm with them, I'm very honest with them, Okay. There are times when I was instantly healed. And then there are times when I wasn't. And there are things that I still go through. So, you know, I, I'm with you. So many of our speakers, you know, they're like, nothing ever comes upon me. You know? Not because, why? Why? Because I confess the word. Well, I've been confessing the word for six years. I've been confessing the word. I know it inside and out. Okay. Why? Well, because I don't have, I don't have any unbelief. Well, yeah. Maybe I have, maybe I have unbelief. No, I believe. I believe. I believe. Well, what can it be? And people are searching, searching, and nobody has the answers. Nobody has the answers, except what Paul says: faith comes by, faith is birthed by. Faith springs forth from hearing about Jesus Christ, the anointed one and the anointed. And then fix your eyes on Jesus. He is the author and finisher and completer of your faith. So right then and there, that's, that's, that's all I know. That's the only two things I know. You know, I got people all over the place. You know, there's ha there has to be sin. There has, I mean, I'm, 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 I keep going over and I keep going. There, I can't. Or, oh, there's got to be bitterness. I know there's got to be. Yeah, but I'm not bitter. I'm not, I'm not bitter. There's nobody I'm bitter against, you know. But they keep on torturing themselves. I can't believe that Jesus healed everybody that came to him. And they were all without problems. They all were without They got along with everybody. They got along with every family member. Right? 
They were all sinless. They all kept the law and they were all completely righteous. Now, I'm not saying, nor will I ever say, you can live any way you want, because that's not grace. Grace will not let you live any way you want, if it's real grace. If it's real Holy Spirit, he will never let you live any way you want. Because if you're a son or you're a daughter of God, you are led by the Spirit, and the Spirit is always going to lead you into your righteousness and your holiness. And grace is a freedom over sin, not a freedom to live in sin. That's why Paul said, what do you mean we should still sin that grace might increase? How can that be? We've died to it. You know? So we're not saying those things. We're not saying those things. But people are so burdened down. With and the healing's just not coming. You know? I have to get ready for a lesson I'm going to teach. And it's reasons why we're not healed you know very interesting very interesting I keep going back to come to my throne of grace come to my throne of grace where you obtain mercy and find grace in your time of need a throne of mercy I stand here before you thanking God that I did not reap everything I sowed. Mm -hmm. You reap what you sow, I would not be here. I would be dead. I would not be married. I might not even know my, my beautiful grandbabies. Who knows where I would be? Don't tell me you reap what you sow. Jesus reaped. Sowed and reaped. And now because the Father sowed Jesus, now he could reap righteous sons, righteous daughters, holy daughters, holy sons. God did the sowing. Jesus allowed himself to be sowed. And now as he rose from the dead, we all reap. He sowed a son, he reaped more sons. He sowed a son in poverty, you know, who became poor, that in his poverty we might become rich. Sowed a son in poverty, reaped sons in wealth. Sowed a son in sin, reaped a son in righteousness and holiness. Sowed a son naked, without nothing, right? Raised up royalty. Raised up kings. Raised up a chosen generation. Raised up a royal priesthood. God did the sowing, and now God does the reaping. We just have to do the believing. And I'm sorry if you say, yeah, but you have to. That means you're adding to it. That means you're adding to the formula. That means you need to do something other than what God has done. Besides believing. And besides renewing your mind in the right believing. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're called to do. And so when it comes to faith, I've been doing a lot about faith. And today I'm going to talk about what's, good, what's my number eight 
section on faith. And it was, and it is, you know, staying in faith. Staying in faith. Staying in faith. How do we stay in faith? And then I have in parentheses, staying in faith gets easier when we already know and when we're staying focused on the answer or the outcome. This is what we always have to do. Stay focused on the answer. Stay focused on it is finished. Stay focused on it's done. Stay focused on the outcome. Sin, sickness, death, buried, carried away. Newness of life is now ours. Newness of life has now come. And now I went to some beautiful scriptures to show what we need to stay focused on. And so here is Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 39. Uh, For some reason, I'm reading this from the Message Bible. And those of you who have been listening to me for the last three years or more probably can count on one finger how many times I've quoted from the Message Bible. But for some reason, the Lord led me there. So what do you think? With God on our side like this, how can we lose? I like that. You can never lose. can never. If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us all? Of course not. That's why this same Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. This is why 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 says, he has blessed us, he has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. He's given it. He's given. It's been given. Lombano now. Lombano. 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 That's our responsibility. Okay, yeah, we have responsibility. It's Lombano. It means take it. Take it. How do you take it? Same way you receive your salvation. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. That's it. And what are you confessing? What are you confessing with your mouth? What are you believing in your heart? Huh? Righteousness. With the heart you believe unto righteousness. Righteousness is so very vitally important. There's not enough said about righteousness, taught about righteousness, volumes of books written about, you know, there's, there's not enough done on, on righteousness. Righteousness, righteousness, righteousness. The abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Now you rule and reign in life through the one Jesus Christ because of your righteousness, because of your righteousness, because of your righteousness. And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen. <laughs> I like that. Who could dare even to point a finger? The one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God at this very moment, sticking up for us. <laughs> Pretty cool message Bible. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? That's cool. Can, can anybody, can anything drive a wedge between you and God's love? No. No. There's no way. 
no trouble, no hard times, no hatred, no hunger, no homelessness, no bullying, no threats, no backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in Scripture. They kill us in cold blood because they hate you. We're sitting ducks. They pick us off one by one. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Man, if we could come to know that love, that love, that would cause us to be more than conquerors over every situation. By ruling and reigning in this life through our faith righteousness by speaking as a king. In Romans chapter 8, verse 37, in the King James Version of the Bible, it says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. In the Mirror Study Bible, Romans 8 and 37 says, On the contrary, in the thick of these things our triumph remains beyond dispute. His love has placed us above the reach of any onslaught. Whew. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how do you remain in faith? Keeping yourself fixed on Jesus. Keeping yourself hearing about Jesus. Fix yourself on hearing about his love because Galatians chapter 5 verse 6 says, faith springs forth from love. Paul is very consistent. 1 John chapter 5 verse 4, for whatever, whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith. Our faith. Our faith in Jesus Christ. Our faith in him for righteousness and holiness. Because that makes us as kings and queens. Kings and queens that rise above any onslaught and can speak to any situation. These things I have written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. That you may know that you have eternal life. And that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, and whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions, the petitions that we desired of him. That's it. You believe that. You believe that. You stay on that. You stay on that. I agree with you, Joanne. There's no yets in that. There's no yets in that. There's only yes and amen. First John chapter 5, 13 through 15 in the message translation. My purpose is in writing is simply this, that you who believe in God's Son will know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you have eternal life, the reality and not the illusion. And how bold and free we then become in his presence Freely asking according to his will, sure that he's listening, and if we're confident that he's listening, we know that what we've asked for is as good as ours. Wow. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 and 22. For all the promises of God in Jesus Christ are yes and in him amen unto the glory of God by us. Now, he which establishes us in Christ, right, and has anointed us is the Father, who has also sealed us 
and given the earnest of the Spirit in their hearts. That's the King James Version. I don't know why I have the new Revised Standard Version, but I do. It says this, For in him every one of God's promises is a yes. Ooh. For this reason it is through him that we say the amen. He says yes, and I say amen. <laughs> he said yes, all I have to do is say amen. I, I think I know why the new reverse standard version, version is because of Rick. Rick's telling me about the Septuagint, and the new revised standard version is supposed to come right from the Septuagint. So I decided to look it up there, and I like the way it said that there. Amen. For in him, every one of God's promises is a yes. For this reason, through him, that we say amen. Whew. But it is God who establishes us in Christ and has anointed us by putting his seal on us and giving us his spirit, his Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment. <laughs> wow. Message. Whatever God has promised, oh, I like this. Whatever God has promised gets stamped with a yes. Whatever God gets promised gets stamped with the yes of Jesus. In him, this is what we preach and pray, the great amen. God's yes and our yes together, gloriously evident. God affirms us, making us a sure thing in Christ. Making us a sure thing in Christ. Putting his yes within us. Wow, the yes is within us. Yes, 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 yes. By his spirit, he has stamped us with his eternal pledge. A sure beginning of what he is, what he is destined to complete. So remember, wow, how, how long is this? 18 minutes. You, you guys don't mind a 20-minute message? No. Well, no? Okay. So here, so remember, staying in faith is easy when we already know and when we are staying focused on the answer or the outcome. When it comes to our blessing and our healing and our forgiveness and our provision, the invoice has already been stamped paid. Paid. So I got this. I just had to get this. So what's your, so, so what, what, what's, your, what's, what's your request? What's your request? You know, get a piece of paper. Write your request down. Healing? You know? Prosperity? Bills paid? What? Relationships? Right? And when you come boldly before God, right? What's he going to do? It's not coming out. Why? There we go. Paid. 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 Whatever it is. It's paid. Amen. You have the invoice. You have the invoice in you. The Holy Spirit is God's installment in your life to indicate paid. All you can need. All his promises, right? Paid. Paid. What do you want? Paid? 
for them. Paid. Oh, they're going to get it this week. Paid. Okay. Paid. Paid. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22 in the New Living Translation. I like this. And he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised. Wow. Guarantees. The Holy Spirit in us guarantees us of everything he has promised. So how do you stay in faith? You stay in faith by already knowing and staying focused on the answer or the outcome. So I hope this blessed you today. Amen. We worship you, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your yeses and our amen. We thank you. The invoice has been paid. Sins, sickness, disease, prosperity. The invoice has been paid. We have the installment living within us. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And for those of you, for those of you who don't know Jesus, it's as simple as this. Father God, I believe that on that third day you rose Jesus from the dead. Rose, raised. Jesus was risen from the dead on that third day. And he was risen in righteousness. And I believe with my heart. And I confess with my mouth that he is Lord and that he is Savior. And he's my Lord and my Savior. And I believe in my heart that I am now righteous because of faith in him. Amen. That's it. But if you did pray that prayer, let us know. Get in touch with us. I know you live in various areas and different places, and we'll hook you up with the right church. You need to go to the right, the right church. You need to be with the family of God. You need, that's what the Bible says, especially as, as the day draws near. I don't know what nearer means and what day it's talking about, okay? But I believe in what it says. We need to be with each other and together. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you.